0: And welcome back to Nisi Lexi. We are here live on our segment for the live interview segment with our entrepreneurs from around the world as well as artists. And I have with us here Shelly. Awesome, yeah. Shelly. She's a Toronto-based artist, uh, R&B pop and uh, songwriter. As well as she's better known for her soulful voice, complex melodies, and infectious rhythm. She's born in Dominica to a Dominican parents and Jamaican mix and yep. well-known around Toronto scenery for the music industry. I am super, super honored to have her here with us today. So could you please tell us more about yourself and who you are,
1: and also pronounce the name correctly to the people here? That's OK. There's a few pronunciations. So I'm <laughs> my name is Shali, sure. um, my, and my father's from Dominica. And it is not the same as the Dominican Republic. But Uh sometimes, I'm just making that clarification because sometimes people think it's the same. Um, And uh, yes, as you said, my mother's from Jamaica. I've been doing music for a while, that's all I will say. Quite a a many years, okay, been over five years, maybe longer Mm -hmm. in the music industry doing my thing. And I sing, I write, um, I, you know, I creative direct, I arrange, Mm -hmm. I, you know, assist the producers that I work with. Um, just to build a a, a good sound. And right now I'm excited because I have a new project coming out in fall and I'm just so happy. It's like the best work I've ever done. So I'm really excited for that. Super, super excited. And you have a very
0: unique and beautiful name. So can you tell us what is the meaning behind that name and how did you come about it? Is it like a state name or is it actually the name that you have it? Because it's such a beautiful name.
1: it is a mix of, um, my birth name, my first name and mm-hmm. my last name. Um, so I've been called Shah by my peers for years, um, as a nickname. And, mm-hmm. uh, there, are, there's an L I in my last name. And so I just put it together and it was Shali basically. And, uh, I, I, you know, it, it is pretty unique. I can't say I've never seen it, but, it's hard to find another Shaoli out there really so um, <laughs> yeah it, it is a name that I created and uh, I, I always wanted like a one one title name and it's unique to me because it includes my actual names. It's definitely
0: it's unique and I can definitely see that. Uh, so first of all I wanted to say congratulations on your new single On One. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the inspiration behind your latest single if you
1: want to explain more? Um so my latest single on one if you uh, li- if you listen to the lyrics it is about a relationship but it's also about a place where i am right now just in my life um i've grown as a as a woman i've grown as a musician and mm-hmm. i just feel like where i'm at nobody can touch me i just feel very confident in what i'm doing and I just feel like I'm on top of things right now in my life, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's something that money can't buy, you know? Um, And I just see um, some really big things happening for me and I'm glad I can really see the vision more than I've ever had before. In the song, I am talking about a relationship also Mm -hmm. where um, I'm just talking about, you know, me and my mate and how we've, worked our butts off and we've done everything we need to do as in a relationship. And there's a lot of people who are jealous of our rise um, as as people, you know, and they're looking on and uh, they're hating. But in the song, I'm saying, you know, it doesn't matter because we're on one. It doesn't matter what they say. You know, we know who we are. We know where we're at. So that's what it's about. That's an amazing song. And I feel
0: like a lot of people can actually relate to it just because for the perspective of the relationship as well as like having your own glow and having your own kind of stage in life where like you're so comfortable with who you are. So I feel like that music would resonate to a lot of people. So it's, it's an incredible piece. Um, where can we find it or purchase it right now currently? Where is it, the, the music that's released?
1: It? So on one, you can find anywhere that you stream music. So YouTube. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, uh, Tidal, anywhere that you stream music, you can find that song. And um, it is the, well, actually, (laughs) it's the third single um, Mm -hmm. from my upcoming album, but it was definitely my first introduction to just some really fresh sounds that I'm playing with that is a little bit different from, you know, my previous uh, music that I was doing before. Uh, so, yeah, definitely you can find it anywhere and, you know, look out because as the time goes and we get into closer to the new year, I will be putting out some visuals for that song as well as some other big songs on this project that I'm coming out with. So, Awesome. So
0: speaking of a big uh, move that you're doing as well as staying fresh with your tone, how would
1: you describe your current music style? Um, Currently, my music style is definitely R&B pop, that's how I describe it, with bits of African and Caribbean music. Um, As I said before, my parents are from the Caribbean, so Mm -hmm. that influence is there. My father, growing up, uh, was a musician. He actually played um, African drums, but to Cuban music, so Afro-Cuban jazz was what he did. So. He, in studying as he did, I was exposed to so many different uh, Brazilian, African, um, and Latin rhythms, as well mm-hmm. as reggae and <laughs> Zouk, because, you know, he's from Dominica also. So, um, and then I live in Canada, and I grew up amongst a lot of Jamaicans, a lot of Africans, and um, the radio, you know, we would have to really try to find r and at a point, Um, and, and, uh, we would, we would find it, you know, in Mm -hmm. Buffalo (laughs) and, um, we've had a radio station here for a while. So, you know, just listening to the R and B on the radio, the hip hop, um, I grew up in the church, the gospel, all that, Mm -hmm. it's just all mixed into my music. Um, and that's really, yeah, that's really what's influencing my style. So even though I say pop R and B, there's a lot, uh, that I feel like build still the, the type of pop r&b that i i do
0: yeah it definitely like from the sense that i'm getting is that you're very well rounded around like different mixture of musics like even the taste of being your father from uh, the islands and the dominican as well as to having a mixture of like, the afro beats and also the afro latino all indian and then now you're in canada i feel like the sound that you'll be bringing next for your new album obviously is gonna have a lot of uh what's it called, unique tones, that I'll be looking forward to listen to it. So do let us know once you have it done so that we can also prom- help you promote it in our end. And um, so in terms of you being in the industry, because I know you've been in the industry for so long and you have a lot of experience from just putting your parents, from your dad, as well as you as, a, as, an, as an artist alone, what would you say is your most memorable moment as an artist that you can
1: share with us? Um, I had to write that one down because there are a lot of moments, but I'm going to talk in the present, like mm-hmm. in the most recent, and honestly, finishing this project
0: mm-hmm. um, was
1: one of, if not the most memorable moment of my whole career so far, because I've worked with just amazing producers, and I really... Like I said, I've grown. So my confidence in terms of communicating what I want, exactly how I want it, and the people I've worked with being able to really trust me. Um, I don't think I've worked to that level before where I've really had almost, I don't wanna say hundred percent, but almost hundred percent, like mm. just input and influence in almost everything. And the sound quality <laughs> is on another level from my previous project. And it's just undeniable. Um, so I'm just so proud when I first started writing and singing, I was intimidated to even write. I always sang, but I was intimidated because Mm -hmm. I know what good music is and I know what good writing is and it's up here for me. And I wasn't sure if I would be able to get to that level. And Mm -hmm. I, I can honestly say that I, the music on this album coming up, I can play it with my peers that I look up to and I feel proud. You know, so definitely my most memorable moment is finishing this book.
0: Amazing. So what, what was uh, the strategy that you used in order for you to reach to that level that you are today, to the level where you're so comfortable in writing, a level that you see like, you know what, my music is actually great and that I'm going to be able to share with the world. So what
1: was that strategy you used? Well, number one, I keep, uh, it, I didn't find them. They just come to me, maybe because of the way I am. But I have a lot of real people around me. Um, everybody, you know, so I don't necessarily play my music for my, all my friends and family when I'm, while I'm making it, but even my yeah. manager, the producers that I work with down to my engineer, if something is not quite right, or they're like, mm-hmm. you know, that little part right there, or, or, you know, you know, if my manager's like, I think that verse needs to be reworked. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to humble myself and listen. So the strategy is having those people or finding those people mm-hmm. and in my life, and then being humble enough to really take the criticism. But over time, I've been able to give myself that critique in a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I feel like I kind of know what's up, but I still have an ear open for criticism. And if someone gives me that, I'm gonna take a listen to see if I can really you know, see what they're saying. And I would yeah. trust myself at this point to see, and sometimes I'll try what they're saying, even if I'm not sure, you know? So th- those are the biggest things. If you're not humble mm-hmm. in this industry enough to take feedback, if not from your peers, at least from those who are above you who've been in it and know better, um, then I feel like, you know, it's hard to really get things at a high level, you know what I mean? And really improve mm-hmm. your skills, you know? Um, and Practice is the next thing. You know, you have to practice, but then the criticism comes in, so you can, you know, adjust the practice you're doing to get better and better. You know, so I'm always seeking to get better. This is this is definitely like uh, one of
0: a negative knowledge that I believe is very important for you to have like, a listening ear and also to welcome criticism because that's as an artist you'll be able to develop and able to improve. So thank you for pointing that out. So any of our younger audiences, um, people that are considering and entering the music industry, they'll be able to pick up those little advice and pieces because that way they'll be able to also grow as an artist. And thank you for bringing that up. Um, I know with the whole COVID experience right now, a lot of companies or a lot of businesses has been hit, especially in the art and entertainment industry. So how Mm -hmm. do you manage to cope with the pandemic and also stay active with your creativity as an artist?
1: Um, So, Coping with the pandemic, um, hmm. this is a little bit confusing, I guess, because you have your, everybody has their set routines, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, all of a sudden every appointment you had and, you know, a lot of plans you had are sort of canceled. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um, one thing that I have, I guess I could say I pride myself on, although the way I've gotten this way is not necessarily the best Thing, but I'm very good at, um, I'm very malleable, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like as an artist, you actually have to be. COVID or no COVID, mm-hmm. uh, things, you're not given the same security, um, or at least in my opinion, I feel it's a bit of fake security, but you're not given the same security that you're given at a nine to five job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So um, I feel like when that happened, I shifted gears mentally real quick. I was just like, okay, whoa. <laughs> Um, I still want to put out this music. Um, when I'm going to put it, I was going to be later yes. visuals being shot. Um, we're not doing it now. However, what I've learned, and this is something that's changed in me over the years, I'm still going to plan. I'm still going to plan mm-hmm. like, you know, we're doing it. I'm going to set a date that I feel makes sense. And if things don't make sense based on COVID, you know, maybe shutting down again in, in fall, then I'll mm-hmm. have to reboot again, but I'm still getting, you know, doing the visual planning, getting quotes from that I need and doing all of that stuff. I, I did start to get online a lot more um, and really share, which is something that mm-hmm. is, it's it's important um, as an artist that you do that very often. And I feel like that was something that I needed to do more. And so I jumped right on. Um, I started setting up little interviews. A lot of these people that I set up interviews are, are actually my peers, but they're mm-hmm. in business entrepreneurship like yourself and I started actually interviewing some of them and doing little things on my Instagram researching about how to optimize my um, online uh, presence more and just Mm -hmm. trying to see what I can do for myself in this time and it's actually been a bit it's been strange because you don't know what's happening tomorrow but it's been empowering because I feel like I don't have Mm -hmm. a million people to lean on right now because I don't really know No one knows how stable anything is or even how stable anyone is right now. So that's what I did. And one thing that kept me really sane is actually I've been hiking a lot. So I've been going out in nature. It's been my exercise, actually. I've only been doing a few push-ups here and there, but I've actually been going on really long um, hikes in the forest um, (laughs) all over Ontario. I went to British Columbia. um, Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'd never done that before. It's weird because I grew up, you know, a lot around nature and stuff. And like, I don't know, like everybody else, we just get working and we just forget. And um, I feel like it's actually changed my life. I think it's something I'm gonna continue doing, so. That's amazing. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> that like
0: COVID has also definitely kind of shifted our mind around. Like, cause a lot of times, uh, even myself, that there was a lot of projects that I wanted to do, but I was always like on the go. And since COVID hit, I'm like, okay, pause, rewind. Now what can I do with the free time that I have since I'm home all day? And mm. that's the sense that I'm getting also that you were able to do a lot of activity that you never necessarily were able to do it before. So it's, 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 it's amazing how things just kind of shifted around with the, the, the time, the crisis that we're in here. We're trying to make a difference yes. out of it too. Um, speaking of the whole COVID again, so do you see any shift in the music industry or are the way that artists are now choosing to create their music lately amid the whole COVID situation?
1: Um, that's a good question. It's definitely a mixed bag from what I've observed, um, a mixed bag. And it's actually a mix of sometimes of extremes actually. Um, but definitely amongst my peers. And I guess also on a community level, I -hmm. feel like there's more bonding between artists. I feel like a lot of that, Oh, I'm up here thing is coming down a little bit. And we've actually been able to reach. Um, people that we might not have been able to reach before Mm -hmm. and even help each other where we didn't even think to do that. So Mm -hmm. that's an amazing thing. Um, In terms of the mainstream music industry, I feel like uh, people are creating a little more low-key. I think that some people are saving some of their bigger projects for a little further down the road. That's what it looks like to me. And um, putting out songs that maybe they weren't sure about, but now they can just see, like, what does the audience think? Let me just tease this out here. Or I have this project that got shelved. Why don't we put that out? So um, I I definitely see that. I also see artists, I don't know if this was already gonna happen, but Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot more positive material getting a spotlight. And a lot more um, political material getting a spotlight. And that music was always there, you know. It, it was always there. These artists were always there. But I feel like now we we need to hear certain messages, so we are getting that. The other extreme is everybody stressed, watching TV, watching violence, watching this and that, and people want to party. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Cardi B and and uh, you know, you saw Cardi B's song the other day. Uh, everybody's talking about that. Yeah. Um, We're all talking about, why Why are we talking about this? However, you know, people need to get away also. And so escapist music and all that stuff that's really relaxing, as well Mm -hmm. as music that helps to take you out of your mind and party is getting popular. Of course, there's not many parties to go to, Mm but um, just, um, I think people are having fun with that because I think people have a craving to have fun, you know, because there's been a lot going on, so. Speaking of having fun during the COVID, I
0: noticed a lot of um, artists right now that, that my friends, they have these Insta Life parties or like a party rooms. Have yeah. you done
1: one of those? <laughs> I haven't done a party, but I have been part of um, a baby reveal online yeah. where they're revealing the gender of the baby, but it was like a game they're playing and a whole bunch yeah. of family together and we could see everybody and um, <laughs> actually it was fun. And um, so I have been to one of those other than that, I mean, I have, I like being outside. So I've been able to still see certain friends who are okay with it um, yeah. at, with distance we sit, you know, and we, we talk from a distance. Um, and you know, of course, uh, you know, doctor's appointments and things like that. A lot of that mm-hmm. is online. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, that's fine. <laughs> Depending on what it is, I'm okay with that. Like I don't need to sit in the office with everybody for an hour and a half you know, let's schedule an appointment online, you know, so in some cases I've been able to do that and that's yeah. actually been kind of cool, you know, so yeah. there's a lot of changes for
0: sure. And even within my industry just for the digital marketing aspect and the fashion, we is yes. that we have been saving a lot of time traveling just by doing these virtual meetings and a lot of things that we know that sure. we could have most of the meeting could have just lasted a five minute but we have to take that one hour trip to get down and sit down but now like there's a lot of shift in, in demand, so I hope that's also with you guys. How you guys start to realizing that the time that you guys are using is more and more effective now virtually than to actually just do a lot of in person stuff. But in the music industry, obviously a lot of people wanted to have that one
1: on one connections with you, so it may be a little bit different in a way. It is. It is different, and it's hard. Um, yeah. Anything uh, you know? If I'm talking to someone about you know numbers or you know business background stuff, yeah, sure, we can have a Zoom meeting, yeah. but My engineer, I I work with my engineer. Like I go there, he does send me things. I'll like basically this. We make a song. We need to mix it. Okay, so we need to get all the levels right, all the volumes and effects or whatever needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And I usually have a bit of a vision for that. Um, So my engineer might do a couple versions based on what I told him. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go in to see him. So I do go to see him, but I, I, you know, we keep our distance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we keep our distance. He has his place, you know, sanitized and all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, because it, it involves sound and I'm very, you know, I'm keen on how I want things to sound sonically. I mm-hmm. must hear it in person and then tell him right then and there, switch this, do that. Because sometimes there's only so much you can type it. Sometimes it'll take you know, a while, you know, depending, yeah. you know, <laughs> so that, yeah, it's hard, it's hard. songwriting, you know, same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of songwriters we like to get together, although there are some types of songwriters, sometimes you can do some things online, but if you're working acoustically and you're mm-hmm. building something from the beginning, you know, we're going to have to meet. So That's yeah. A- it's it's totally hard.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> speaking of working and with your, um, sound engineer whatnot so and also I know you touched a little bit that you were gonna be releasing a music video at the end of the year or sometimes um, in 2020 right so whether other projects that you're currently working on like in terms of just a uh, music wise or entrepreneur
1: wise? so this album is about nine or ten tracks mm-hmm. and um there's a lot surrounding putting out music. So that will take a good amount of my attention. Just mm. thinking about, you know, how I'm going to unfurl it. Um, Cause I'm not going to put out big music videos right away. I'm going to like sort of get the awareness up, especially in my city about what I'm doing. Get mm. like my dancer already waiting, like they're like, hello, you know, we need this. <laughs> um, so, you know, get that out to my dancer people. because. Um, they're a big part of my movement, especially this time around. Um, yeah. It's going to be a lot of dancing. Um, so that's it, and and the music videos will come uh, toward more toward the winter, and then going back into 2021, 20, and then spring because I have a uh, definitely a single uh, mm-hmm. for spring summer of next year off of this album. Um, but other than that, I am definitely already working on another project. Um, you know, I'm not going to say much about it right now, but it is a lot of vibes and -hmm. it's very cultural and that's what I will say. Um, I am plotting and planning my merch line and, uh, that's really exciting for me. Thank you. I'm going to be starting really, really, um, focused, you know, it'll, it'll start with just like a piece and you'll start to see things come out, but that's Mm -hmm. something I've wanted to do for quite some time. Everybody who knows me knows that. And, Mm -hmm. uh yeah, I'm, all, I'm, I'm finally, you know, getting things going along. And uh, other than that, it's definitely, you know, looking into just other ways to expand my brand. You know, I love being on here and talking to you. <laughs> I love um, being on panel discussions. I was on Chat About Toronto yeah. uh, about a month ago. That was amazing. Um, so uh, definitely, you know, putting it out there that um, I am a singer, I'm a songwriter but there's so much more to who I am that I wanna share. So that's definitely the focus right now. So speaking of all the project you're working on and all the exciting news that we can't
0: wait for it to hear, uh, are we gonna expect any talented features in the song or collaborations
1: or what's happening in there? Well, (laughs) I have been advised. (laughs) I'm not going to be telling you guys. It is going to be one huge, one surprise. Um, but I definitely worked with many producers, yeah. I do have um, I do have a one-two feature, um, and I have also worked with a few writers, which is uh, really cool and somewhat new for me. I haven't worked with a lot of writers in the past, and now yeah. that's opened up, and it's great. It's fun. I love it. I love the energy of the others. So I'm not going to tell you who, I know that's annoying guys. It's fine. <laughs> it. You're just going to have to wait and see. But I will tell you that nobody is a number one on this album. Everybody's a 10 or 11 out of 10 on this album. Everybody who's been with me and worked with me. And you will love it. And you will discover some fresh talent that you might not know. So. Awesome.
0: So, for those people that are currently be watching our discussion, where can they find you? Where are you at? Like all your social media. I know your Instagram. I just added in the handle here. But are you also on Facebook? Other channels that you wanna drop it and mention it?
1: Yes, I am on Instagram, Shelly Sings. I'm on Twitter as Shelly Sings. Um, I am on Facebook as Shelly Shelly Fan Page, and You can find me everywhere else, SoundCloud, all over where you can stream music. I have tons of music, guys. Like you will be like, wow, I have have another album previous to the one that I'm gonna be putting out. Mm -hmm. And um, tons of singles. Um, So please check me out. And uh, when in doubt, Google me, S-H-A-L-L-I, and you will find all my stuff. That's the best way to go
0: about it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awesome, so in terms of you growing up, I know early you have mentioned that a lot of your music influence was also to your father. So who are other uh, music giants that have
1: influenced your career? Wow, well, there's a lot. I'm not gonna list them all, but I will honestly say there are many. Um, I was a huge old schooler growing up. Like, I mean, old school, okay? I mean, oh, oh. Like, I like, no offense if this is your era, I love 70s music, I love 80s music, so I was Mm -hmm. really heavy on that. But in terms of influences, they are, I look at the best, honestly, I look at the best. And to me, Mm -hmm. the best are a Michael Jackson, a Stevie Wonder, a Mary J. Blige, you know what I mean? Um, Mary J. Blige actually influenced me quite a lot. Yeah, there's definitely a list. Um, Mm -hmm. I like... uh, there's so many people, but definitely I look at the veterans because mm-hmm. they're skilled. They can, at the drop of a hair, they are money at the drop of a hair. They can sing at the drop of a hair. Mm-hmm. They can dance. They're not, they've trained themselves to be real entertainers. And that's why I admire those people. Um, of course, um, I also am influenced by, you know, uh, Bob Marley and things like that. Mm-hmm. My thing with music, I love, I love, um, I love good writing um, I love messages also I, I'll never put out I'll never put a project out that doesn't have a song about showing love to other people you know what I mean not just relationship all day you know yeah. and um, I love artists that have a unique tone and I love artists that are versatile you know mm-hmm. um, so artists that aren't afraid to try different looks and different sounds, but yet you still know it's them. Mm-hmm. that's the type of artist that I look to be, so um, pretty much most of the artists that came before me that have done that are those people, and then of course, you know, um, Janelle Monet is one of those artists. Um, mm-hmm. I consider hmm I'm just thinking of um. Chronix, I feel like is one of those artists. He does reggae, but yeah. it's not all the same. You know what I mean? Like he can do something that sounds more like dance hall. He can do something that sounds like something that should be on a commercial for computers. He mm-hmm. can do, you know what I mean? He can do a theme song for Jamaica.
0: So you he's like,
1: around. Totally, the yeah. And that's that's my style. That is my style all day. And now that I said that, when you check out my music, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying. You know, Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of your music as well
0: as you just being an artist and working for so many years in the industry, what are some of the takeaway message or three messages that you would want to leave our audiences with?
1: Three messages. Yeah. Um, one, you need, to, you need to believe in yourself. And if you don't, you need to look for tools, which you can find a lot online right now, to help you to do that. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to go on the limb for yourself. You're not going to fight for that song that you know is a hit, Because you're going to always feel like not sure. Now, that doesn't mean you can't listen to criticism. But even in listening to the criticism, you know it's not about you. Someone is just letting you know what they think about their song, your song. And if they have experience um, in the industry a certain way, you should listen. Even if you choose not to take it. But you definitely need to believe in yourself to be taking that criticism also. So definitely look into how you can improve your self-confidence. Most of us as women, um, to be honest, are very insecure. Our society's kind of made it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can use work in that area. And even if you are pretty confident, there's some area that you could probably use work in. So I would definitely look into doing that. Like, There's so many resources online. So that's number one. Two. Um, There's a book called everything you need to know about the music industry, about the music business, right? Everything you need to know about the music business. It's been revised. There's a recent copy that came out not too long ago. All the online tools, everything you need to know, what a manager is, how to build your team. Um, It just goes on and on. This book is literally, it is a Bible of the music industry to make you understand if you don't get all the specifics, at least the basic concept of how things go why they have described the music industry as being sort of a dirty business. Um, Mm -hmm. Maybe they still do describe it that way. Um, It's important to understand these things and just to be privy to certain things, even if you don't grasp all the very small details, but you should. So everything you need to know about the music business, if you Google Mm -hmm. that, you will find the book. It's available on Audible also. So I would suggest you get that book 100%. And then the third thing is, you need to work on your craft. So whatever it is that you do creatively, uh, you may do many things, but if you sing, you need to be sang in. If you want to sing in front of people, you need to sing in front of people. So that might mean that at the beginning, you might not get paid a a bag of money, Mm -hmm. Um, but you need the experience, singing in front of your family members, singing in front of one person. Believe it or not, it's harder to do that, to sing just in front of one person than Mm -hmm. it is sometimes in front of a crowd. So you need to practice your singing and you, and if you can find support for that also, um, there's so many vocal coaches in every city. There's a lot that do it online, which will bring down the cost. So I would suggest looking into that. That way, if you're practicing things after a while and you fall into an area where you're having an issue with your voice, you can look for that support. Um, and Sorry, there's one more. <laughs> Go ahead. Everybody needs a mentor. Everybody needs a mentor. You need many mentors. So always have it in your mind that you need a mentor. You might not like find one or hire one, but if you have it in your mind, when you're in networking situations, mm-hmm. you will, as you meet people, you might, re- okay, this person's character is good and they have knowledge. I need to find a way to keep them in my circle. I need to ask them questions or whatever. And yeah. it's so important, especially in the music industry, like you'll feel very alone. There's a lot of people, like you can't relate to most people, right? So that's, yeah. that's, a, that's a lot, but had to no, talk No,
0: these are some great negative knowledge that I feel like a lot of them is very important for a person to have, not just in the music industry, but in life in general and having mentors, yes. reading, doing your research, as well as just kind of training and being open to criticism. Those are all great negative knowledge. And I hope our viewers are gonna be learning something from you today. And thank you so much for joining us. It was been a pleasure to meet you and a pleasure to have you in this platform. I feel like we got to know you even better. And now that we also get to enjoy your music because there is a story behind it. And thank you so much for being here. And for those who wanted to follow us, um, her Instagram message uh, contact is over here. And I will also post her link in the description down below. So you guys can also check her out on Instagram, follow her on Facebook, or you also just simply Google her, S-H-A-L-L-I. That's the name. And also, I know that before we leave, one of our production managers, he's asking, what was it uh, the moment that you realized that music was for you when was that when i (laughs) try to do something
1: else (laughs) when i tried to do something else i love photos okay you'll see it in my page that i love creative direction i love photography went there and i was like these people are about to throw themselves on the cross for this art and i did one gig with a friend of mine a bass player and i said no i need to do music because that's the only thing if i'm sick tired hungry i can still do it i want to do it it makes me happy. I want to share. It just makes me happy. So that's how I knew. Amazing, amazing. And Thank you
0: so much for sharing your lovely voice with the world because it's mm-hmm. very unique and also humbling. Music is a therapy. Music, it's a motivation. And music is always oh, going nice. to carry the world around. So thank you for delivering your voice to the, to the world.
1: Wow, <laughs> and amazing. also
0: on behalf of Nisi Lexi production, I would love to thank you. And come back anytime once you have your music ready and you wanted to talk about it and promote it and let the people know about it. Feel free to always reach back to us again, and there you guys have it, Shaila, I hope I pronounce your name right after this. Uh, 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 <laughs> it's Shally, you know what? Shally, 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 Yeah, Shally. yeah. Shally. Oh, Shally, Shally, Shally. I'll make sure I will pronounce your name correctly in our next meeting. So I'll take that as a homework to pronounce it and practice for <laughs> I like that. Constant self-improvement, girl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a pleasure meeting you, and have a good night.
1: So good to meet you, too. Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. Nisi.